As an Alliant Energy representative, I really enjoy helping businesses save. Today, I visited a business that asked for a free energy audit. After walking through their facility, I let the customers know how much money and energy they could be saving. Plus, I gave them an action plan detailing how to improve their energy efficiency. I showed them how they could save even more with rebates from Alliant Energy on equipment upgrades. If you are interested in saving energy and money, schedule a free energy audit at AlliantEnergy.com slash energy audit. Getting that just right temperature or getting an energy efficient appliance. It's not only about making smart changes today. It's about creating brighter tomorrows with simple steps to save energy. Plus, you'll help protect the environment for years to come. A better world for you, your family, and your community. Get started with rebates and discover what energy efficient choices can help you power what's next at AlliantEnergy.com slash rebates. You're listening to the Huddle Up! Podcast with Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com and sound off. And now it's time to drop some knowledge. Okay, and we are live. We'll let the stream breathe for just a second before we dive in. Lots and lots of waiting around, sitting on our thumbs, and then all of a sudden, boom. Boom. Welcome in, everybody, to the Huddle Up podcast, presented, as always, by Mile High Huddle, powered by Overtime Media. I'm your host, Chad Jensen, with me, as always, my partner in crime. You know him, you love him. He is Zach Kelberman. Zach, it's... uh, not that there wasn't any news all day as it related to the Denver Broncos, and I know you had a ton of stuff going with the Cowboys, but it was kind of a hurry-up-and-wait situation, and then suddenly about a little after 3 o'clock, Broncos announced that they have uh, – well, it's announced by Mike Kliss, news broken by uh, Mike Kliss of Nine News, that the Broncos have agreed to terms on a four-year deal with Graham Glasgow, which is how I believe it's pronounced. It's not Glasgow. It's Glasgow from what I've been told. Four-year deal, $44 million, $26 million guaranteed. Give them your gut reaction. My gut reaction is I like this signing, Chad, and let me tell you why. Because he is the anti-Juwan James. The Broncos are not investing $11 million a year in significant guaranteed money in an injury-prone or an injury risk. He is as dependable as they come. He's only missed two games in four regular seasons. He has position versatility playing guard and center, so the Broncos got the replacement for either Ronald Leary or Connor McGovern. It's about market value. If he's pay, being paid as a center, it's top five money. But if he's a guard, you can. it's an average salary. I like the move. I like Thune a little better if the Broncos were going to splurge on alignment. We also talked about before we hopped on here, why not just pay McGovern? Why not even pay Paradis last year? You have to wonder how Elway values linemen, what he looks for in linemen, and why he wants to dole out that much money for a lineman. But I'm pretty happy with this trade, this acquisition chat. Excuse me. I'm pretty satisfied. I give it a solid B, maybe B+. Plus. I'm looking at we'll, – we'll get into it here, and we'll see what's on everybody else's mind as well. But I want to read this tweet that just broke from Mike Kliss literally right as we were hitting the go live button. Per source, this is from Kliss on Twitter. Per source, Broncos did make an offer to Connor McGovern today, but pulled it after they signed Graham Glasgow to a four-year, $44 million deal. McGovern has good interest from other teams and will be moving on. A good guy, a good story, and a 36-game starter in his last two and a half seasons at center and right guard for your Denver Broncos. Zach, that's the thing is it's a solid move. I can't really poo-poo this other than to say 
He's a little bit on the older side for just being a fifth-year player. He's going to turn 28 in August. So going off the analytics based on the study that Thomas Hall uh, did at Mile High Huddle these past week and a half, two weeks leading up to free agency, Glasgow fits right in that pocket of it being a relatively low-risk gamble to sign him to a two to a, his second contract, four-year deal, at t- going to be 28 by the time the season starts. I give it a B, but I just can't help wonder, like, if you're going to finally pay a center, and again, Elway's never paid a center. If you're going to finally pay a center, why not just pay Connor McGovern, who started 16 games at the position for you last year, didn't get penalized one time. He's been an Iron Man, relatively speaking, when he's been called upon. He hasn't missed any time due to injury. That's the one thing I don't understand. If you had an offer on the table for McGovern, what could have been, Zach, the mitigating circumstances to pull that offer in favor of Glasgow? Was it Mike Munchak pounding the table? Because Munchak, for all intents and purposes, I know he, he rubber-stamped it according to Nikki Jabvala, the, the Glasgow deal, but he has significantly more intelligence, Zach, on Connor McGovern, does Mike Munchak, than he does from watching film on Glasgow. I mean, he actually coached right. Connor McGovern. So I don't know what that says about McGovern, but he's not coming back. Yeah, it's it's strange now. It's beyond coincidence. They don't sign Matt Paradis. They don't sign Connor McGovern. And based on what we're hearing, Chad McGovern's a goner. I mean, they can resign him to play guard again because he can do that as well. I would rather just fill that position in with a guy familiar with the Broncos already. I don't like it in the sense that you're ruining continuity for Drew Locke because the center is the quarterback of the O-line, and that's going to be a transition for him if Glasgow does play center. But I do like the fact the Broncos' first move in free agency wasn't to lock down one of their own, wasn't to get a defender. It was an offensive lineman, and they spent quite a bit. And this is what I wanted them to do. All out, invest in Drew Locke, protect him, surround him with weapons. He is the number one guy. Build him up, entrench him as that franchise quarterback. And to that extent, I like the move. Anything to help out Drew Locke is the number one priority, and the Broncos are attacking it with that mindset. We look forward to seeing what's on your guys' mind. We see your questions and your comments coming in. We're going to get to them. I promise the Super Chat's rolling in. We're going to get to all you guys. First, just a couple of quick matters of business. As always, make sure you're following the show on Twitter, at HuddleUpPod, simply the best way, as you guys know, to keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening with this show in real time. And while you're at it, flip on over to at Mile High Huddle. Make sure you're following the mother account, MHH, on Twitter, at Mile High Huddle. And take some time, when you get a second, head on over to HuddleUpPod.com, not to be confused, as I always remind you, Huddle Up Podcast. No, huddleuppod.com and get yourself one of these hats that you see Zach and I wearing or one of our shirts or one of our hoodies. It's another organic way that you can support Mile High Huddle and that you can support this show. And if you're watching on YouTube, the channel. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. Getting that just right temperature or getting an energy efficient appliance. It's not only about making smart changes today, it's about creating brighter tomorrows with simple steps to save energy. Plus, you'll help protect the environment for years to come. A better world for you, your family, and your community. Get started with rebates and discover what energy-efficient choices can help you power what's next at AlliantEnergy.com rebates. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. 
Joe Biden and his left-wing allies push boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They push girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. All right, Zach, we got to grab some of these super chats because I know the comment stream is going to be going hot and heavy tonight, and I don't want to miss out on vaulting anybody on screen who uh, jumps in on super chat. So give me just one second here, and we'll grab the first one that came in, and it already did it. It jumped me. All right, hold on one second, guys. I am not going to – not all is lost. Bear with me one second. Big Daddy Kane in the house jumps in. $10 donation. Long-time listener. Long-time super chat. Superstar. Appreciate you, Big Daddy Kane. What's up, guys? What do you think of that signing from the Lions? Zach, again, I give it a B. I encourage all of our uh, listeners to head on over after the podcast to milehighhuddle.com and read Thomas Hall's grade article on this free agent acquisition. He gives it a solid B as well. So I think it's a good move. It shores things up and in tandem with the news that broke earlier in the day, Zach, that the Broncos did in fact tender Elijah Wilkinson as a, re- a restricted free agent on a second round tender. He's going to make a little over $3 million this year. Ostensibly, we'll see what other moves happen in free agency. We'll see what other moves happen in the draft. They have their starting five in place. you got Garrett Bowles at left tackle. You've got Dalton Reisner at left guard. I'm guessing Glasgow is going to be your center. He started 15 yeah. games center last year. You're paying him top five money at the position. Why would you pay someone top dollar at their position to then play them out of position? Doesn't make a lot of sense. However, there is a precedent for the Broncos doing just that. They did it with Ronald Leary in 2017, so we can't rule it That's out. Right. Yeah. Right guard, Elijah Wilkinson, right tackle, Juwan James. Yeah, I think the Broncos have that luxury of playing Elijah Wilkinson at guard because he's relatively cheap. So the Broncos feel like they can splurge at center, which they did with Glasgow. You know, Chad, usually you're a little more optimistic on grades and acquisition grades than I am, but I'm going to give this a B plus. I, I don't like losing McGovern. I don't like losing that continuity. But the Broncos got a really solid, consistent, non-injury-prone lineman for for the first time in the John Elway era, it seems like. And they got him for about market value. They didn't reset the market. And this is, you know, Rich Hurtado's first move as the Broncos cap wizard. And I think he structured the contract pretty well. So it gives a little insight into how they want to approach the offseason. I like this move. I give it a B plus. No matter where he plays, guard at center, guard or center, excuse me, I think it'll be an upgrade. Anything, like I said, they do to protect Drew Locke and fortify him as the franchise quarterback, I am on board for. Okay, let's see here what else we've got. I don't want to skip any of our (laughs) superstars here. Bear with us one second, guys. Brian Greenfield jumps in. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Texans lost their mind. By the way, what was going on there? I don't remember the exact details of the deal, Zach, but they dealt, of course, uh, wide receiver uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the Arizona Cardinals for a burger and a song, basically. (laughs) Yeah. 
for D- David Johnson, take on his salary right, and trading, David away, Johnson, right. trading away DeAndre Hopkins. Bill O'Brien is by far and away. If Broncos fans are ever questioning John Elway, just be happy Bill O'Brien is not your GM. That is a ridiculous, insane move, and that's highway robbery uh, by the Texans. Or, excuse me, by the uh, of the Cardinals. Cardinals, yes. Guys, welcome into everybody. So much information. It's it was it was a massive download <clears throat> around the NFL this year. So many different moves being made. Of course, the Broncos dragged their heels, waited till the last minute to really jump in on day one of the legal tampering period. But we're still trying to keep tabs on everything that's happened and everything that is going to continue to happen. So we want to welcome in everybody who's been hanging out in the room, Eclipse, what's going on. Michael, guys. all you guys, Paul, each and every one of you, thank you for joining us. It's good to have you. Let's grab Michael here real quick. He says, with a $4 donation on Super Chat, appreciate thank you, Mike. Michael. He says, love the work, just wanted to get a shout out. You got it, brother. Appreciate There's your you. shout you, out. Amen. Appreciate you, dog. Uh, let me see here, guys, and then we'll get back to some in-depth analysis. Um, Edward, wow. Thank Edward you. jumps in. So consistent. On, uh, I think he's pretty steadily – pretty with authority established himself on that uh, Mount Rushmore of the huddle up podcast as one of our super chat superstars, Edward, you are the man. He's pushing Stu. He's giving him run for his money. <laughs> He's a pun intended. <laughs> he says, uh, how much do we have left after signing Glasgow and who else do you think the Broncos will get in free agency? Edward. So the average, the APY, I'm trying to get that mile high huddle to go down. There we go. Um, the, the APY is what? It's uh, $11 million, right, yeah. on, on Glasgow. We don't know exactly how they've deferred the cap hits yet. We don't know exactly how it's structured other than four years, $44 million, 26 guaranteed. So we don't yet know exactly what the cap hit is, Edward. And for those of you wondering, I received a few questions on this topic on social media today as well. We just don't know yet. So the, the best rule of thumb is probably just to use round figures and simple arithmetic and subtract it from the $41 million the Broncos started with today, uh, according to over the cap, you know, probably gives them around 30 could be more. But they still have a decision to make, Zach, on Joe Flacco. They could cut bait now, release him, and immediately free up $10 million in cap space, or they could make him a post-June 1st uh, cut designation, whatever. And in so doing, you get more, you free up more cap, uh, significantly more, almost double, but you can't use it till after June 1st. That $10 million can either buy the Broncos one premium free agent or two mid-tier free agents. That's a lot of money to play with, and I expect the Broncos to make that move now and not wait or designate him as a June 1st cut. Uh, I think they're in a good situation, Chad, financially. They still have the money where they can lock down uh, like a Derek Wolf, one of their own players, and go out and get a DJ Reader. And I happen to think that's the next move, Chad. Javon Hargrave is, is gone. He went to the Philadelphia Eagles. He's not on the board anymore, the figurative board in free agency. But DJ Reader is still there. And the more time that ticks away, the more his value is going to decrease. And now, and Shelby Harris as well. He's still available. The Colts aren't signing him. They traded for DeForest Buckner. So the Broncos have some options out there. They can bring back Shelby Harris if they want. They can sign DJ Reader, Amukamara. They have the money for it. They can cut Flacco. They can cut Jeff Hireman. They can restructure some players. They can free up about 10 to $15 more million, giving them more money to play with. I was really bummed to see Javon Hargrave yeah. get swooped up. but your boy. You know, the Denver Broncos, it was reported going in for months, basically, before free agency that the Broncos were going to buy a defense and draft an offense. And like I said in the article, when they signed Glasgow, everyone thinks John Elway's going to zig and he zags. He goes for the offensive lineman first. Every year. And, and, you know, kind of blows everybody's mind. But, yeah, in the process, you lose out on a guy like Hargrave. 
However, the one piece of news we had to kind of hang our hat on all day long is the only thing we had outside of the RFA and ERFA tenders is the Broncos going, quote unquote, all in on DJ Reader. And yet here we are, 634 local mountain time on day one of the legal tampering period, Zach, and DJ Reader still sitting on that market. Yeah, and like I said, the more the time that I mean, look at Bryce Callahan last year, Chad. He was signed in the second wave of free agency, and the Broncos got him for seven million a year. I mean, that was considered a steal back then. The same thing could happen with Reader, though. I don't think he'll be on the market that much longer. But like, if he survives until tomorrow, it's going to lower his value even more. The Broncos can maybe get him for ten a year, ten and a half a year. They don't have to break the bank at twelve, thirteen, fourteen million dollars. I think that is our next target, though. They have to turn their attention to defense and start buying it that way. And I think it starts up front on the D-line. I also thought it was interesting today on social media. I retweeted this, so if you want to go find it on my timeline, at Chad and Jensen, you can find it. But Nikki Jabala of The Athletic was doing a good job of being a beat reporter, and she tweeted out a kind of a hype video Derek Wolf had published on his Instagram video, and she labeled it as a goodbye to Denver on Twitter, right? And thanks for all the memories, goodbye, etc. hype video, and a goodbye in one. And he responded to the tweet underneath saying it's not a goodbye so what does that mean because we we were told over the weekend by mike cliss who is you know basically the mouthpiece of the team publicly you know in the media that the broncos were unlikely to bring back Derek wolf and or shelby harris neither of them both of them unlikely to return i'm starting to wonder as we see the dominoes fall zach we see javon hargrave get signed dj reader still out there if there might not be a little Something going on there. Maybe that was a smoke screen. Maybe Derek Wolf's coming back. Paul jumps in on uh, Super Chat. Appreciate you, Paul, with a Thanks, $20 donation. So uh, longtime listener of the show, longtime supporter of all of the Mile High Huddle podcasts. We love you, Paul. We appreciate you, my friend. Yes. He says, let's offer a bag of chips and salsa for <laughs> Watts, for Watts, Billy Mike Jump. Zach, Paul's been a longtime listener of this show. We love him. Yeah, and knowing Bill O'Brien, he probably kicked in a second rounder on top of that to take J.J. Watt off his hands. So, yeah, the Broncos should make a call. Nothing to lose. It uh, would be nice to see J.J. Watt get reunited with Bill Kalar, the D-line coach who arguably mm. deserves credit for his development down Good there call. in Houston. That would be a nice little uh, reunion to see, but uh, it, it ain't going to happen. Brian jumps in on Super Chat. Appreciate you again, Thank Brian. Thank you, Brian. $5 donation. Would Desmond Trufant be worth getting for the right price? I know he's 28 or 29. The Atlanta Falcons, is it Desmond? I confuse all the Trufant brothers. I know there's Marcus, Desmond. There's one other one I'm missing out on. Either way, it's Desmond. But the Atlanta Falcons released him. Uh, Was it yesterday or today? I'm starting to get my timelines mixed up here with how quickly things are moving. But to answer the question, Zach, Trufant would be a phenomenal fit in Fangio's scheme prioritizing that zone instinctually can tackle yeah he checks all the boxes it would simply be a matter of cost at what price can you get him there's so much money getting handed out right now i mean you had the report on byron jones the money he got from the miami dolphins (sighs) resetting the market you just don't know what a guy like trufant's looking for but if it's real is if it's reasonable i mean that's got to be a call regardless the broncos make 
It's exactly what I wrote on Twitter, Chad. The Broncos should call him to see what's up and see how much he wants. I just think he's going to price himself out of the Broncos' range. All these cornerbacks, Byron Jones getting $82.5 million, James Bradbury getting a huge windfall from the Giants, I believe. I mean, all these cornerbacks are just getting overpaid in this year's class, and I think Trufant will be among them. After trading for Boye and his $13 million salary, they can't afford to add another $13, $14, 15000000 million a year player on top of that. So if he wants to come in for a prove-it deal, $8 million or so, fine. But I think Umukamara is more of a realistic option as a mid-tier free agent. You can get him for five, six million, low guarantees, one or two-year deal. I think that's the more plausible uh, scenario for the Broncos is Umukamara. And for what it's worth, that echoes what Benjamin Albright, NFL insider who's broken a ton of news, uh, said earlier today on Twitter after the Glasgow signing. He said, "Quote: Some Broncos targets to watch." Then he listed DJ Reader. Amukamara, Mike Remmers, the backup tackle slash interior guy, mostly a tackle, and the running back, Jordan Howard. So keep an eye on those names. We'll see how it shakes out. Let's grab Aaron Lynch, one of our Super Chat superstars, about to head out into the, I don't know, what what ocean is that? Is that still the Pacific, the North Pacific to uh, Alaska to do some fishing, commercial fishing for uh, a new career? Good luck on that. Aaron jumps in $10 donation. He says, Thank you, I Aaron. thought we'd keep McGovern, but this feels like a move influenced by Munchak. He's got a season under his belt in Denver and can now start molding a line that he wants. I'm for it if that's the case. We don't know exactly what the evaluation yeah. was, how they ended up swinging toward Glasgow instead of paying McGovern. But, Zach, what Aaron's saying here is 100% correct. You kind of got to trust a guy like Munchak, if he's saying Glasgow over McGovern, I'm sure money had something to do with it. You got to trust that. Yeah, if you don't trust Munchak, you're not going to trust any of your assistant coaches. That's the one guy who would know who he wants, and that's the one guy I don't think would steer Elway wrong. But it's a collective call. I mean, I'm sure Pat Shermer was brief, Mike Munchak, all the offensive coaches, Matt Russell, but it's Elway's final decision. He chose to go after Glasgow. He chose to prioritize him, and I actually like the move a lot by Elway. I like the aggressiveness, and I like the mindset with which to protect and surround Drew Locke with as much talent as possible. You can't hate on that. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, 
infertile, impotent, Joe Biden, and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Stu jumps oh, in. Stu. Super Stu, chat, superstar, $25 donation. That's phenomenal, Stu. We thank you. You, you rock, rock, brother. You rock. Yes, Stu. Keep, uh, keep washing those hands. Stu's a pilot, so he's kind of on the front lines in terms of exposure, right, to what's going on with the uh, coronavirus. So stay, safe. Have to stay healthy. Keep those hands washed. Don't touch your face. That that goes for everybody. That's, that's for everybody out there. Big Daddy Kane jumps back in on Super Chat with another $10 donation. Big Daddy Kane, you're the man says, my work break is over. I'll listen to this podcast tomorrow while I'm at the gym. Stay safe, guys. You too. You too, Big Daddy Kane, especially at the gym. Careful touching your face while you're after you're lifting weights and pressing buttons on the treadmill. Careful with that. That's a problem for me, as you guys know. Uh, Mr. Boggins, our friend, uh, yeah, I believe, yeah, it's Marcus, right? Marcus, who sent us the music. We're uh, working on that. I know you're working mm. on that. We've got some notes back. Jumps in $2 donation. Thank no you. DL starters. Hargrave is gone. Push for reader. Yep. You know, it depends on – free agency is always a very fluid, fluid thing. Teams can jump in at the 11th hour and ruin what appears to be a sure thing for a team in terms of negotiations. But Benjamin Albright reported earlier today, early on Monday, that the Broncos are all in on DJ Reader. And I got to say, even in the wake of the Glasgow deal, Zach, I'll be surprised if the Broncos – come out of this without landing reader. Cause usually when Elway sets his sights on a, on a free agent and literally pushes all his chips in, he, he wins, you know, I, I've not seen him really, man, there are some exceptions now that I think about it, but more often than not, Elway wins. I don't have Twitter up right now, but a bunch of our, our listeners were saying that Cliss is reporting Denver is working, calling for Reader as we speak. Other teams are negotiating with them. So that's, that's the, you know, the Broncos are in on Reader. They want to make a push for him and they have the money, they have the need. So I would consider it probably a 60, 65% chance the Broncos actually land him. And I'm sure they're going to make a push down to the very last second. So if you're looking for the next free agent to come to Denver, I think it's going to be on the defensive side. And there's a really good chance it's going to be DJ Reader. And that would be an excellent, excellent pickup, even if the Broncos lose both Derek Wolf and Shelby Harris. Keegan. Yeah, you're, uh, you're Alex's partner. You guys got to check out their podcast. If you like Broncos podcasts, obviously that's why you're listening to this show. That's why you listen to what we do. Keegan and uh, ex-MHH analyst uh, Alex Valdez, they have a podcast called Broncos Brawl. Check that out when you get some time, guys. Um all right, let's see what else we've got here. James Dean jumps in. Super chat, superstar, consistent, each and every podcast. Yes, he Thank shows you, up. We can count on him. $5 donation. He says, because I'm consistent, huh? Do you expect to see a lot more moves for us? And what the heck is going on with Flacco? Dude needs to go like yesterday. Zach, if I had a nickel for every social media DM I've received from fans, let's just say over the last – since Friday – about when is when are the Broncos going to dump Flacco? I'd probably have 95 cents. But that's still a lot, dude. That's a lot of people. This is high on their – people are wondering what the heck's going on. There's no way he factors in to the future in terms of even as a backup, Zach. It's simply a matter of it seems like – now, we don't know this yet. It seems like he's going to end up being a, a June 1st designation. 
I, I can't tell you how many times we've answered this question on the pod alone chat. It seems like every single podcast, multiple questions about Flacco. I understand it. Broncos fans want him gone. I want him gone. He will be gone. It's just a matter of how the Broncos want to divvy up the cap savings, how they want to spread the dead money out throughout the cap and the rest of his guarantees and what's on his contract. Um, it will happen, though. He's not going to be the backup. He's not going to be on the roster. He will be gone. It's just a matter of when, not if. Chad and I don't have a crystal ball though we expected it to happen sooner than later. I don't think it's going to be a June 1st cut. They need the money now. I think he'll be gone, and that's that. Buana Beast, arguably the mayor of the Mile High Huddle community on YouTube, jumps in and he says, explain to me why DJ Reader makes sense. Why not use Mike Purcell and add Danny Shelton at a quarter of the price? Zach, as someone that shudders at some of the dollar figures that are going around, I mean, I've I've expressed my doubts about paying Justin Simmons in a in – a, safety-friendly defense that is Vic Fangio's scheme, top-of-the-line money. I'm not I'm not necessarily against it, but I do have my doubts. I understand what he's saying here about DJ Reader paying a top-of-the-line deal to a guy that how much farther ahead are you really getting as opposed to Mike Purcell, just bringing Mike Purcell back. I mean, even just remove Danny Shelton from the equation. The Broncos originally – now, of course, Purcell's a restricted free agent – the Broncos were supposed to tender him, but they haven't yet. So it makes me think that they're kind of in a holding pattern on Purcell until they get a resolution on Reader. But your answer for Buona Beast. I agree with that. It seems like the Broncos have a plan A and plan B, and Purcell will be the plan C. And what the difference is is that Reader is a well – well-rounded defender. He's not just a run stuffer like Mike Purcell. He can push the pocket. I mean, he can get after the quarterback. He can stop the run as well, hold the point of attack. He's a souped-up version of Shelby Harris, and you want that in this Broncos system. You want that with Vic Fangio. It's the one thing the Broncos don't have is that middle push. They have great edge rushers. They have a great secondary now, or will have a great secondary. You need that guy up front, and that is DJ Reader. He won't be a market-resetting contract. He's not going to bring in you know Chris Jones-type money on, on a, a multi-year deal but he can be a day one starter. He can get after the quarterback, stop the run. If you had your choice, no one is going to choose Mike Purcell over DJ Reader. It just comes down to money if the Broncos are going to get outbid by an opposing suitor. Looks like Marcus Mariota is heading to the Las Vegas Raiders. So Mm -hmm. Derek Carr is going to have some first-round competition pushing him there for what it's worth. Discount Audio and Wheels, DA Dub jumps in on Super Chat, one of our super $5 donation. Appreciate you, DA Dub. Finally, some action. Let's go Broncos. Amen to that, my friend. We thank you. Uh, Jonathan, one of our Super Chat superstars, so consistent on Super Chat. $10 donation. We love you, Jonathan. He says, love getting my Broncos news from you, so keep up the great content. Hashtag Football Priest. Hashtag Denver Broncos for life. We appreciate you, John. Bears Uh, just traded for Nick Foles. Wow. Who did? Uh, Bears got Nick Foles, apparently. (laughs) That's That's a good move. That's a good move. I mean, depending on your view of his contract, I guess. But if you're – obviously, they're unsold on Mitch Trubisky and they didn't feel like they had kind of the wherewithal as a viable – I mean, Chase Daniel, bless his heart, he's not a guy that you can – if if you bench Mitch uh, Trubisky, he's not a guy that you can expect to carry you to the promised land. In the same way, for example, that Foles did for the Eagles in 2017 when Carson Wentz went down. So if you're looking for that insurance option and to telegraph a message to your to Mitchell Trubisky, your former number overall three number three overall pick, I think he was or two, either way, uh, that's a good way to send that message. That now watch uh, Trubisky beat out Foles in a training camp competition. All that money, that capital spent, and watch uh, Foles lose a job like he did to Minshew. It'd just be funny. 
Evan McKinley jumps in, our super chat superstar. $5 Thank you, Evan. Donation. Evan, appreciate you. Is Leonard Williams, <clears throat> excuse me, still available? No, he got tagged by the he franchise tagged by the New York Giants. He says, if so, should we be aggressive for both him and Reader? Any other free agent moves that you envision happening? Go Broncos. So, yeah, uh, Leonard Williams at the 11th hour, and this was something a lot of teams waited to see what would happen with the CBA. Once the CBA got resolved, it gave them clarity on contracts, salary cap, different rules and structures throughout the league. And then you saw a bunch of dominoes on the free on the uh, franchise tag fall Monday morning. Leonard Williams was one of those. Zach, we've touched on some of the things we expect to see. Continue to don't sleep on Prince of Mukamara. It sounds like the Broncos remain adamant about adding a free agent starter type running back. Jordan Howard's an option. We know Melvin Gordon's being considered. These are some of the things to keep in mind. God, I would hate Jordan Howard, Chad. I would really just hate that move. That would inspire no confidence to me, and just uh, I wouldn't like that at all. But, yeah, I, I would anticipate the next move in free agency being on the defensive side. I do like Amukamara. I do like DJ Reader. I think they're going to go in that direction, either fortifying the secondary or the trenches. Ryan, MC87 jumps in on Super Chat with a $10. Thank you, Ryan. Donation. Thanks, Ryan. He says, you guys rock. Thanks for all the great content that comes from MHS. Yes, sir. Thanks, Ryan. We'll keep cranking it out. You keep showing up. And uh, we'll keep cranking it out. Steve Baumgartner, per Mike Kliss, per source, Broncos continue to be in discussions with DJ Reader, which is something we touched on. Thanks for keeping us updated, Steve. Um, let's grab Larry Vaughn. Also a great follow on Twitter. We talk, talk quite a bit. He says, with Jones and Bradbury off the market, do we wait for Desmond Trufant or sign Prince of Mukamara before somebody else steps in? Zach, if I'm the Broncos, I think I can afford to wait a little bit longer and try and get them – you know, because you got to remember, up to this point, the Broncos have made two moves. You got to count AJ Bouye as part of this whole free agent thing. Yeah. So you got Bouye and you got Glasgow. Plug two leaks. Cornerback's still an issue. They need to address it with one more signing at minimum. If that ends up being Devontae Bosby, I could live with that, which is why if I'm the Broncos, I'm not racing to try and get a Mukamara signed. And I'm not racing on true font either, depending on what he's willing to take. I mean, I'm I'm calling him. Don't get me wrong, I'm checking the temperature. I'm on the phone with the agent. I'm seeing what's what, but I'm not necessarily running to throw money at these guys because I do have a viable fallback option in Devontae Bosby. I don't think Amukamara's market is all that popping right now, Chad. I mean, he's been on, he's been available for like a couple of weeks and he hasn't taken any free agent visits as far as I know. He hasn't drawn much interest on the open market and the Broncos wanted him. I feel like they would have signed him by now. So maybe they're looking to sign Desmond Trufant or maybe looking to sign another cornerback or devoting the resources elsewhere. But it seems like if they want Amukamara, they don't have to race against the clock. They're not going to bid against themselves, so to speak, either. So uh, I, I do anticipate another cornerback coming aboard. But if it is Bosby in, in a plan C scenario, I can definitely, definitely live with that. TG jumps in with a $20 super chat. So right, consistent. Thank you, TG. A, a bona fide superstar. Brings up a good point. And thank you, TG. means the world to us. You know that. Let's go get Joe Schobert. Schobert is still on the market, Zach. There was a possibility – of Nick Kwiatkowski possibly coming to Denver, but the Raiders ended up scooping him up, a former Fangio linebacker in Chicago. Your thoughts on Schobert still sitting out there? He will get a big deal. I just can't envision, as much as I want him or, or preferably Corey Littleton, I just can't see the Broncos splurging at that position, Chad, spending 10 or $11 million potentially for an inside linebacker after picking up Davis's option. I would love Schobert, but I would actually prefer Littleton more than Schobert, but... I don't see either coming aboard in Denver, unfortunately. This is the Overtime Podcast Network. 
Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Corey H. jumps in and says, with the $10 donation on Super Thank Chat, you, Corey. appreciate you, Corey. Reader, Littleton, Prince, and we are yep. set. Zach, is that an equation you can get behind? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's my three favorite prospects on the open market right now. And it's all realistic. It's not fantasy. It's not like you're playing Madden and hoping and wishing. These things can happen. These moves can all happen in succession. The Broncos have the money to make it happen. All right. Um, Glenn Hauser jumps in. Now, by the way, guys, you know, on this podcast, <clears throat> we try to keep a really solid balance between non-super chat comments and answering non-super chat questions and super chat questions is the way I should put it. But today, so many superstars are jumping in on super chat that we have to address those. And there's only so much time in this show because there's a million things Zach and I still have to do to cover what's happening in free agency for you guys at the website. So keep that in mind tonight. Hot and heavy on, on Super Chat. We got to take care of those who are uh, jumping in like this. Glenn, with a $10 donation. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Glenn. Sorry to join late. Who do you see as the center since Glasgow is mainly a guard? Also, is anyone else psyched the Cardinals likely won't be drafting a wideout with their pick before Denver? Brings up a good point there. The second question there, uh, Zach, he started 15 games at center for the Lions last year. So I'm not sure. You know, he's – I think it was uh, – Ryan O'Halloran of the Denver Post had a good breakdown. Let me see if I can find it really quick of the starts for Glasgow. 26 career starts at center, 18 at left guard, 14 at right guard. So he's pretty well-versed interior guy. I still think he ends up being the center, but we'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, he brings up, Glenn, a good point in that the Broncos, it kind of thinned the herd having that that blockbuster trade between the Cards and the and the Texans. Here's the problem, though. The Niners got a first-round pick, and I think they're going to take a receiver now. They, they don't have anyone for Jimmy Garoppolo, pretty much. They're not going to re-sign Sanders, it looks like. So they lost one suitor and gained another, in a sense, for a wide receiver. Uh, in terms of Glasgow, I'm, I'm with Chad. I think he's going to play center as well. And they have a right guard who they like in Wilkinson, and he's relatively cheap. That's why they can afford to spend on Jawan James. They can afford to spend on Glasgow because they have two really cheap players at guard in Reisner, and Wilkinson now. Hey, do me a favor and see if you can scroll up and grab Chase well uh, Chase Wildning, who jumped in, in between Corey H. and Glenn. 
uh, with a $20 donation. If not, we're going to read that question. We would prefer to be able to show you the card. I, I can can't grab it. it. Yeah. All right. So Chandler, apologies that we can't vault and feature your card, but I'm still going to read your question. $20 donation on Super Chat. We thank, thank you so you. much, my friend. Yes. Says, hey, guys, what do you guys think of the Broncos going after and signing Devontae Freeman to pair with Lindsey in the backfield? Just saw that the Falcons released him. Zach, it's a fair point. I know you talked about this on Twitter today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't like it. I just don't want to spend millions of dollars on a pure pass-catching backup rental, you know, third-down guy, reserve, whatever you want to call him. He's not going to start. Devontae Freeman's not the same player as he was a couple years ago. It's why the Falcons released him two years after giving him a huge, huge contract. Draft a pass-catching running back. They have a Freeman on the roster who's a very cheap backup to Phillip Lindsay. Draft a third guy. Draft a pass-catcher. They're a dime a dozen. I don't like Devontae Freeman. Melvin Gordon, Jordan Howard, save your money and put it elsewhere. Amen, dude. I agree to uh, agree with that. Brian jumps back in again on Super Chat. Brian, wow, you're you're a stud, man. We love you. Thank so you. Also thought I heard the Rams are shopping Todd Gurley. It seems crazy. And I think I like Desmond Trufant better than Bouye, to be honest. Thoughts? I'm not sure about you know, I think he's more proven is Trufant than Bouye as far as NFL talent. Bouye's had really two, you can argue three prime years as a top flight corner in the league. Trufant has had probably a few more than that, but I think they're pretty close, honestly, pretty comparable players. But but you know what, Zach, as much as I'm not into the idea, as you just elucidated, the Broncos going out and paying a, a free agent running back, if you had to, if they were going to do it, I'd prefer a guy like Todd Gurley over mm-hmm. a guy like uh, Melvin Gordon or Jordan Howard, even though I'm still against it, them doing it in the first place. But, yeah, that is a report that came out today that the, the Rams are shopping him. I wonder why. He has no knees left, Chad. It's bone on bone. I mean, that guy has been <laughs> literally driven into the ground by the Rams. And let me tell you something right now. If they trade for Todd Gurley, I will not wash my hands and touch my face for a month because I'd be done. <laughs> I do not want the Broncos taking on that contract and giving up a draft pick for what would be a backup running back. You have Philip Lindsay on the roster, a pro bowler, a two-time thousand-yard rusher. Why Gurley? Why the Melvin Gordon rumors? I don't understand it. Christy jumps in with a $10 donation. Speaking you, of Christy. the Mount Rushmore's of the Huddle Up podcast. Yes. We appreciate you, Christy. We love you. You know it. Aaron jumps back in, $10 wow, donation. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate you, bro. He says, uh, I say we have a go at Tom Brady. Good towel boys are hard to come by. <laughs> thank you for bringing that up, Aaron, because that was another thing that finally got quashed today. The Broncos are not in on Tom Brady. They're officially behind Drew Locke, which, again, to me, I just think back to John Elway in uh, that combine press were saying, yeah, we talked to him. He could have completely slammed the door on the idea of Tom Brady being a a consideration for the Broncos. But instead, he's like, yeah, you know, we'll talk to him. Whatever his motivations were, I don't know if it was just said without thought. Either way, that got put to bed today. It's all about Drew Locke for the Denver Broncos. Uh, the fact that this had to be said, Chad, is ridiculous to me. You finally have your franchise quarterback embrace the guy. If, putting a 43-year-old Tom Brady in the conversation when you have a young 20-something Drew Locke, a young gunslinger, it's crazy. I can't believe it's even a topic of conversation, but I'm glad it's officially squashed. It sounds like the Patriots are working to get something done, but it goes to show you, I mean, you would think, and Peyton Manning, I mean, the, the the amount of teams that went after Peyton Manning, you're not really seeing that based on reports for Tom Brady. Why? Because he's 40, he's going to be 43, dude. Teams are, t- NFL teams are as sick of Tom Brady as you guys are. That's what it seems like to me. Dropped your pocket, jumps in, $10 donation. Thank, Thank you. you. Dropped your pocket. It's good to see Appreciate you in the stream, you. my friend. 
says, I'm on board with sending a third and maybe a fourth next year or something like that to move up to, say, 10 or 11. If Isaiah Simmons and Henry Ruggs are both there, who would you take? I'd go with Simmons, to be honest with you. He says, I'd go Ruggs, keep up the good work. Zach, in that scenario, I'm taking Isaiah Simmons, and I'm not second-guessing it one bit. I wouldn't either. That's a guy who's not going to be on the board, but if by chance, I mean, if the Broncos can get him by some miracle, that's the only prospect in this draft class, Chad, I would trade or mortgage the future for. I mean, Isaiah Simmons would be a day one star in this defense. I can only imagine what he would do in a Vic Fangio scheme, and the Broncos would just be on a different level, and I would say better than their 2015 defense, but it's all a pipe dream as far as we're concerned. DW, jumping in off the top rope. With a $50 donation, wow. dude, that means the world to That's us. stunning. I mean, it, it just blows us away. Broncos and country is the best. The best. You guys have no idea how much we appreciate wow. it. DW, that's just, it's phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. That's all we can say is thank you. It's It means the world to us. He says, gents, I'm bummed we don't get to share a beer in Vegas, but oh. we'll make it happen. I'm not digging San Francisco is at 13 now. Stud move by Lynch considering the situation. How do you feel this affects our draft? because they need a wide receiver. First off, to address the Vegas thing, that unfortunately, Zach and I were hoping that, A, that the NFL wouldn't make any changes to the draft as far as letting fans and media in. B, if they did, that they would move it back and keep it a fan-oriented event in Vegas instead of just keeping it there and keeping all the fans and media out. But they decided to do the latter. It's canceled as far as fans and media. They're going to figure out some way to do the draft still on time at starting April 23rd. But unfortunately, there's going to be no venue for us to hold a get-together, a meet-and-greet, a hangout, as DW is talking about here. So Zach and I will find a way to make it up to you, even though it's not our fault. This is COVID-19, and we had plans to make this a really fun experience for our listeners and for us at, at the draft in Vegas this year. We're going to have to, Zach, get creative and find another way, whether that's scheduling a meet-up in Denver in um, you know close to camp or something. We'll figure it out. But on the, the main gist of what he's saying here, I actually think this is a good thing that the that the Niners are, are at 13 because I think it makes them a little bit more amenable to potentially trading with the Denver Broncos because mm. now they've got two first-round picks. And we know that the Johns, John Lynch and John Elway, they don't mind scratching each other's back. That's a great, great point, Chad. I didn't even consider that myself. So that, that's definitely a trade partner for Denver. But then you have to figure the only thing that scares me is the Niners really badly need a receiver. And if Lamb is staring them in the face or Ruggs is staring them in the face or Judy, I think they'd pull the trigger and do what's best for their team instead of helping John Elway out. But great point as well. If they don't want a receiver and the Broncos want to give them an extra third or a second, or they can they can move up and make that deal happen. Okay, let's see what else we've got here, guys. Such a phenomenal conversation. Let me see if I can grab a couple of non-super chat questions real quick, and then we'll grab the next one. Uh, Dylan, there was some, there was a report that the Broncos have been talking to Devontae Bosby uh, and that they're close to what sounds like it'll be a one-year deal. It's not in the books yet, but, Zach, I'm, I think it's going to happen sooner than later. Yeah. And even if it does happen, it doesn't preclude the Broncos from still going after a Prince of Mucamara or a Marcus Trufant. It just minimizes the compulsion or the need to do that. 
for a couple million bucks a year for a starting caliber cornerback who knows the system and thrive with Fangio, I mean, it's a no-brainer. The Broncos should get this done now and add a Mukamara. Then your secondary is rebuilt. I'm not even talking set, you know, safety just with the cornerbacks alone. Boye, Callahan, Amukamara. I mean, it's a really solid stable. Then you have Bosby as the number four guy. Then you add him as the number five. That is a great pass defense. So sign them both up. They'd be fairly cheap, and you can get them at, at pre- decent rates. They both know the scheme. No-brainer moves to me. Amen. Terry jumps in with a $5 donation. Whoop, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Please don't tell me the story is. With the stream uh, going so fast, jumps in, $5 donation. Thank you, Up Terry. in Canada, proving, as always, that Broncos country is not a geographic location. It is a state of being. Yo, Red Chance Warmack is coming back after a year off. Drafted by Munchak. Can we get him for depth? Hashtag football priest. Hashtag state of being. Well, Zach, refresh my memory. I'm not sure if you know off top, offhand, but will he be a free agent or is he returning when have to be acquired via trade? I'm not sure on that without doing a little research myself. That's a good question. I don't know if the Eagles, I think that was the last team, if they own his rights or not, or he'd be at a, I think he's a free agent, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that, but I think he's able to sign right now and he's negotiating with other teams. I don't think he uh, is under contract or they'd have to surrender a draft pick, just a contract. It just depends on how they view Glasgow. I mean, right. is Glasgow the center or is he a guard? If they view him as a guard, then there's no need to go after a Warmack. If he's a center, then yeah, you've you've you know there, there's still a, an opening am, among the starting five to go in and grab another guard. Uh, James Dean jumps back in, so consistent. We love you, brother. He says, wow. "Thank you, James." I've been pretty big on Schobert. However, the more I'm looking at our needs, I feel we can get by without Schobert and get Prince, but we need. To get it. Zach, that's one thing to keep in mind throughout this process, guys. When you see the big money going out to Nick Kwiatkowski, we'll see what Littleton gets. We'll see what Schobert gets. But the Broncos can get by with Todd Davis and Alexander Johnson. We saw that last year. Right. You know, they were still just getting used to playing with each other. And even though they they're not great compliments in terms of checking boxes that the other doesn't check, you know, they're not a great one-two punch at off-ball linebacker. They are more than competent, and so long as, you know, I mean, there's a reason why the Fangio scheme has vaulted off-ball linebackers for so long. It's forgiving on them in terms of coverage. It allows the corners and the safeties to kind of take some of the pressure off of them, which is why, Zach, you can get by without having to go out and pay top dollar to a linebacker. Here's the thing. The Broncos may want an inside linebacker, but they need another cornerback. They literally don't have enough depth in the secondary, whereas they have depth at inside linebacker. I, I would like a Schober. I like Littleton more, but it's not an essential need. A cornerback is an essential need even after the Boye trade. That's why Mukamara, Ronald Darby, uh, Trufant, if he comes fairly cheap, these are all must-haves for Denver. They have to sign one more guy, Chad, between now and the draft. Mr. Boggan says, I see no reports on Foles to Bears on that trade. Nothing uh-huh. official, at least. I'm not sure where he grabbed it. Maybe it was – maybe misread the exact provenance of the tweet. I'm not sure. But it's there have been reports all day that it could happen, Zach. I, I got duped, I guess. One comment said it was official, so I didn't check Twitter. I just saw it in the comment section. It might be you know percolating right now. Percolating. Keep an eye on it. Could happen. Thanks for uh, checking up on us, though, guys. The, again, information moving so fast right now. I almost got suckered on a fake Adam Schefter tweet earlier today, and I was like, you Schefter? Yeah. <laughs> Dolphin uh, S315 jumps in on Super Chat with a $5 donation. Thank you. Appreciate you, Dolphin. He says, love your podcast. I heard something about Denver keeping Brandon Allen as the backup quarterback. 
How is the QB room going to look after Flacco is cut? Thank you very much, Dolphin. We appreciate you. So Brandon Allen is technically a restricted free agent, but it doesn't appear as if the Broncos are going to tender him. So in other words, that renders him a unrestricted free agent, free to negotiate with whoever he wants. I don't think the Broncos, I think he's going to end up back in Denver if the Broncos don't find a, a, another viable, um, more, a little bit more experienced uh, backup like a Chase Daniel, um, Matt Moore. Case Keenum got signed by the uh, Cleveland Browns to back. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Welcome to America, the land of junk sleep, where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet, episode to watch, or meme to share. The world may not want you to sleep, but we do. Only the sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help you find the right bed at the right price. Unjunk your sleep. In-store or online at mattressfirm.com today. Uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. I could see him coming back, Brandon Allen, but I don't think he's a guy. You know, his inadequacies were laid bare in that road game at Buffalo with the prevailing winds and the cold temperatures. And the Broncos, I think, got a little bit it was a reality check for them because there was a little fool's gold in the first win that he had against the Browns. Then they go on the road and get up 20 points against the Minnesota Vikings. And you're thinking, man, they might have something in this. Brandon Allen's a baller. And then from then on out, it was like those first six quarters. You're like, man, the Broncos might have something here in this Allen kid. I mean, it's a tale of two six quarter halves. Basically the second six quarters that he had was just the Broncos. I think got scared away from him. $10 million guaranteed for Case Keenum to be a backup. 18 yeah. overall, six a year. I don't know what the Browns are doing, but they, you know, behind Baker Mayfield. In terms of Brandon Allen, it seems like another Devontae Bosby situation where they want to re-sign him for less than what the tender would have been. I still think he comes back in the fold. The Broncos can cut him at no cost later or a very negligible cost. He can come in and be that backup or be that pinch starter and still not preclude the Broncos from adding anyone else. I think he returns on a one-year, close to a veteran minimum type deal, million dollars, million five something like that at least he's got some starting experience you know when yes. he when he had his first start in week nine against the browns you know that was his first career start and by the time he was benched he had three starts uh under his belt more than drew lock and now drew lock's got five starts drew lock is the more experienced technically quarterback now mm. even though allen's been in the league longer philip jumps in five dollar donation thank, thank you, you philip am i off by feeling like Day one saw a lot of our targets go to other teams. Is that a cause for concern or not? No. Well, let's think about it. Who went? Hargrave, Kwiatkowski, DJ Reader still out there. Amukamara still out there. Byron Jones was out of the equation once they made the Bouye trade. Cooper. 
Cooper is still out there, right? He hasn't mm-hmm. been. Not yet. Yeah. Happened there. Uh, Amari Cooper we're talking about. Chris Harris still blowing in the wind. We don't know. I mean, his market obviously nowhere near as hot. He's thinking to himself right now, dang, dude, I should have taken that two years. Right. <laughs> Last fall from Elway. Um, I'm not concerned at all, Zach. Yeah, I mean, Wolf, Shelby, Harris, there's a ton of talent on the board, and this is how Elway operates. He he pretty much takes day one to work on his own terms very deliberately. He got his offensive lineman, and now he's turning his attention to defense. He's in negotiations with DJ Reader. That's, I think, going to be the next move, regardless of defender, but it could be DJ Reader coming into Denver as soon as tonight. Rick Morris on YouTube, following NFL Network all day to see who the Broncos acquired in free agency. No reports. Had to turn to MHH to get any news. Thanks, that. guys. And thank you. Pat Bowen played a big part in starting NFL Network. You know, that's a complaint I heard from a few Broncos fans today, that they felt like they were getting no news from NFL Network and from the national beats. But that's why you got us, guys. Appreciate you. Justin jumps in. $5 donation on Super Chat. You, you got to let us know, my friend, when you get your swag so that we can give you a shout-out on social media. He says, why are Denver's free agents not getting signed? I'm honestly a little bit surprised, Zach, that there has been nothing on Chris Harris yet. I thought he would be relatively quickly picked up and Shelby Harris. So far, no one has been signed out from under the Denver Broncos up to this point. And I think some of that has to do with the reason the Broncos are letting them test the market in most cases is because of age. So you're seeing the younger, you're seeing NFL teams prioritize younger players at this stage. It's looking more and more like guys like Chris Harris and, I mean, even Shelby Harris, he's 29. He's no spring chicken. He's this close to turn 30. They might end up being second wave guys that. Yeah, and, and they're not the top guys at their respective positions, Chad, in free agency. So they have to have other dominoes fall. Byron Jones, you know, the Eric Armsteads, the DeForest Buckners. Once those deals got made, then they can set the market for their own value. But like I said, the more time that passes, the greater chance the Broncos can bring back one of their own guys, maybe a Derek Wolf, maybe a Shelby Harris. And doing so, maybe potentially below market value. They don't have to break the bank. And it can actually, time can work in the Broncos' favor the more it passes. Josh Reed jumps in on Super Chat. Appreciate you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. dollar donation. Great show, as always, guys. Thank you. With who's left in free agency, who would you like to see Elway make a run at? My top priorities at this stage, as far as wish list guys, I don't know, man. I was bummed to see Hargrave go, but have we seen movement on Jordan Phillips? I can't think of anything nah. happening there. So I would probably put Jordan Phillips at the top. Here's what Jordan Phillips, Prince of Mukamara, Jordan Phillips, Derek Wolf, Prince of Mukamara, DJ Reader. I'm I'm honestly ambivalent about Reader just because I know it's going to cost a lot of money. It's not that I don't think he's a good player, but I think the team could get by with Mike Purcell at nose tackle without paying through the nose. But either way, those are probably the three main ones for me. Yeah, I'm going to go Reader, uh, Amukamara, and Corey Littleton. It's probably not going to happen, but I just love his game. He's a true three-down inside linebacker. He would instantly change this defense for the better. So they get those three guys. I'll be skipping down the street, even with coronavirus. <laughs> man the out there comment i don't have just jumped yet again and i'm praying to the football gods that we're not skipping any of our superstars this thing is just moving so fast and it's an exciting time we don't blame it good problem to have it's a good problem to have and oh christy jumped back in got a crappy tax <laughs> return ten dollar <laughs> donation that's twice that's now tonight from christy well hey we appreciate it we're honored yes. that uh you support the show the way you do, Christy. You know it. We appreciate you. Um, all right, let's see what else is we got here. We're starting to run long. We're running out of time. Edward jumps back in again, dude. Wow. 
You guys rock. You make the offseason fun. Keep it up. Go get Prince of Mukamara now. LOL. Denver Broncos for life. Edward, you blow Thank us away. You. Each and every podcast, dude, your, your support is just phenomenal. Thank you so much, Edward. And I agree with you. Get him today. He can come in. Day one starter. Knows the system. Won't break the bank. Big Mukamara fan in that situation. Chandler jumps back in. And this was the fellow that I couldn't show his Super Chat card earlier because the stream passed it by. Long story short. Jumps back in. Another donation. Thank you, Thank Chandler. Thank you, Chandler. Wow. Who are you guys pounding the table for that's still left in free agency besides Reader? Is there anyone, Zach, you're really pounding the table for? We've touched on a few guys we'd like to see. Is it Littleton? Yeah, I'm, I'm legit pounding it in the table hard right now, Chad. He would just instantly transform this defense, and he's just a great ascending young player who's not even in his prime yet, so I would love him. I'm going to say, outside of anyone homegrown, because I'm still – I got a soft spot for old Derek Wolf. I'm going to say Jordan Phillips is who I'm really pounding the table for. Hargrave was up there. I would prefer Phillips over Reader, to be honest with you, because at least Phillips can push the pocket and he checks a box that you currently don't have checked. Again, Reader's a really good player. Don't get me wrong, but you can get by with Reader Light in Mike Purcell. You don't have a starting defensive end on either side. There's no starting five techs right now. Draymond Jones is not ready to start. Demarcus Walker is not ready to start. You need two five tech defensive ends. So give me Jordan Phillips and Derek Wolf in a perfect world but we'll see how it shakes out. Man, D-Dub wow, jumps D-Dub. back in. Another <laughs> massive uh, super chat. Appreciate you, D-Dub. That's Best true. Fans. And a great point on San Fran being a trade partner. If Javon Kinlaw falls to 13 and San Fran is willing to trade, even if we get Reader, pull the trigger, Kinlaw and Reader, Vaughn, Chubb, whoa. Mm. That would be a phenomenal equation of front seven talents, Zach. Yeah, it's just you you can't stockpile that much. I mean, I know it's what the Niners did last year, and they went to the Super Bowl with that philosophy, but the Broncos just have other needs, Chad, along their roster than to stockpile two defensive linemen. I'd love to see it happen. That defense would be scary, but it's one or the other. It's either Reader or Ken Law, in my opinion. Angela jumps in on Super Chat up in Canada, supporting lots of moving parts. The money juggling becomes key here the next week. DL, corner, offensive line depth, backup quarterback, going to be busy. Thank you, Angela. That means the world to us. And you're not wrong. She's, I mean, the Broncos still have some pretty significant holes to fill if they want to be able to get to the draft and feel like they've, they've stamped the bleeding, right? They, They want to plug as many holes as they possibly can to free them up so that they can take best player available in the draft. They're still a long ways from being in that position, Zach, but we're only talking about day one of legal tank. And it's not even over yet, Chad. I and mean, this is what John Elway does every year. He gets his guy on day one, then kind of takes a back seat. And Broncos fans always say the same questions. Why are they waiting? Why are they sitting on their hands? Why are they not signing this guy, that guy? This is what Elway does. I expect tomorrow to see a lot of activity, a couple signings on both sides of the ball. It's just he gets aggressive on his own terms and as the market dictates. Buona B says Shelby Harris to the Colts still could yeah. happen. I, I technically it could because I know that they went into free agency. I don't have the exact figure in front of me. We could look it up if we need to, but Colts have a ton of money to spend. So it wouldn't surprise me. No, let me put it this way. I don't expect it to happen. Would it completely surprise me? No. I, I, they just traded for DeForest Buckner and they gave up a first round pick. I mean, that's a better player than Shelby Harris, a more expensive player. So it was one or the other for them. It took them out of the Harris sweepstakes, which is good news for Denver if they want to bring him back. Okay, guys. Three more here, and then we are going to get out of here for tonight. We're going to be off tomorrow night, but Building the Broncos will be on, so don't you worry. Brian jumps back in on Super Chat, man. That's like the fourth time tonight. Appreciate you, Brian. 
when are you guys going to have trickle back on the show? And are you guys going to be on tomorrow? Well, Hey, that was a timely, timely super chat. So of course, hopefully most of you know this, but Eric has his own podcast, Dove Valley Deep Divers, that he does with Lance Sanderson. They go live Friday nights and Saturday nights, same time that Huddle Up goes live, 6 Mountain, 8 Eastern. So uh, I would say if you have a hankering, we're, we plan on, you know, we always try and get Eric on here and there when when opportunity dictates. As we get closer to the draft, Zach and I are going to want to bring Eric on and uh, pick his brain about draft yeah. prospects and whatnot. But, yeah, we'll see about getting him back on. But make sure you're not missing out on his podcast Friday and Saturday after the draft, I don't think they're going to continue to go twice a week, but between now and the draft, Dove Valley Deep Divers going twice per week, Fridays and Saturdays, same time. Josh Reed jumps back in. Appreciate you, you Josh. Josh. Accidentally watched some drip Bayless today. I need a football <laughs> priest to cleanse me. Wait <laughs> yeah, till that Thursday. Can be, uh, that can take a, a toll on your soul, and you need, you need absolution from the football priest, right? Hashtag. Sure. AJ Zillinger jumps in. $2 donation. You, Appreciate AJ. you, AJ. Maybe with the Browns getting Jack Conklin, tackles drop. Talking about the draft. Do you see that happening, Zach? It could, but tackles are in such high demand, Chad. They're so hard to find that. Tristan Wirfs is still kind of a long shot to me to last till 15, but it does open up that possibility, and if he does, I think he would be the pick, depending on where they go with receiver until the draft. All right. This one and two more, and then we're out of here. One non-super chat, and then one more super chat. Justin jumps back in. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. Supposed to get the hat tomorrow. Oh, good. So if you got notified, okay, good. Not sure on the hoodie. I'll tag you both on Twitter when I get the hat with the picture so much for Chris Harris Jr. thinking he's the best. That's true. You got to – I mean, his agent's probably sitting here telling him, well, Chris, you know, this is par for the course. You are over 30 years old and da-da-da. But still, I think this is a little bit of a reality check for Chris Harris that he was – He's not viewed as a top corner by outside NFL teams. He's viewed as a top slot corner. He's viewed as a really dang handy to have number two corner. Even the Broncos no longer view Chris Harris Jr. as a number one corner, Zach. Yeah, and Justin, your your hoodie you said is on the way. It actually shipped today. Your hoodie or hat, the one you didn't get, is on its way today. I got the notification, so that should be there soon. Let us know how you like it, and uh, we'll be sure to promote you. PJ Walker from I Said, eat your cereal. P.J. Walker as a Drew Lock backup. That would be kind of cool to see. Now, P.J. Walker, for those of you who don't know who we're talking about, lit up uh, the XFL for its little short shelf life before coronavirus freaking demolished it. It would be fun, but I wouldn't expect that to see that happen. But never say never, Zach. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go that direction. They're going to look for a little more NFL experience quarterback. Wow, Edward, it's, it's phenomenal, the support. Thank you so much. It's truly humbling, guys. Wow. Edward, that that just makes us want to keep our nose to the grindstone, keep grinding for you guys, keep pounding the uh, the content between the podcast, videos, written articles, film breakdowns, the whole nine yards. You guys make it so worthwhile. And Edward, that just that means the wow. world to us, my friend. You know it does. And we thank you. I mean, you're you're so supportive of the show. You got the shirt, you've you've supported it at the huddleuppod.com store. So thank you, Edward. Guys, that's got to do it for today's episode of the Huddle Up Podcast, presented, as always, by Mile High Huddle, powered by Overtime Media. A reminder, here's what's going on, uh, what you can expect podcast programming-wise. And a lot of questions, and maybe this is our fault, we don't do a good enough job, of when the podcast starts each and every day. Are you going on? I guess I need to put up somewhere. I'll figure out where, and I'll announce it. 
we have the schedule, but you can count on it literally seven days a week. There's going to be a podcast going live on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Periscope at 6 Mountain, 8 Eastern. Every day, book it. You can set your watch to it. It's going to happen. Now, Zach and I, you know, we might bend it by 15 minutes here and there, just depending on the news of the day. But still, it's the 6 o'clock hour. We're going to be going on. Tomorrow, we're off building the Broncos. Nick and Carl will be going. Nick Kendall, Carl Delmer will be going live. They'll probably have a lot of stuff to talk about tomorrow, depending on what happens tonight, what happens tomorrow. Zach and I will be back in this saddle Wednesday night to recap whatever happens the rest of tonight, whatever happens Tuesday, and whatever happens Wednesday. We'll be back in the saddle for that. And until then, Zach, I guess we uh, just continue to hurry up and wait. I have a feeling that we're going to be buckling up. Yeah, and knowing our luck, Chad, a major move is going to go down tomorrow when we're off from potting. Yeah. It, it happens like every, every single week. Yeah, so regardless, though, we're going to have a lot to talk about over the next couple of days. By the time you see us next, uh, we're going to probably be talking about the next Broncos acquisition, maybe DJ Reader. Tune in. A reminder, that's true. And make sure you're following the show on Twitter, at HuddleUpPod, uh, pod at Mile High Huddle as well. And then my partner, Kelberman NFL, at Kelberman NFL, myself, at Chad and Jensen. Shout out. To each and every one of you for joining us live tonight. Huge show out. I mean, tons of you showing up on Facebook and YouTube and Periscope. We were well over a thousand live this whole entire show. So thanks, guys. Appreciate you. you. And again, a mile high salute to our super chat superstars. We will be shouting you out on Twitter after the show from at huddleuppod.com or at huddleuppod on Twitter, excuse me. So check that out. For Zach Kelberman, I'm Chad Jensen. You guys stay optimistic, stay safe, don't touch your eyes. Wash your hands. You've been listening to the Huddle Up Podcast. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com to keep the conversation going. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or a girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promotes surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal. Not long ago, everyone knew that you're either born a boy or girl. Not anymore. The Biden administration is pushing radical gender experiments on children, changing their names, clothes, identities, and bodies. Joe Biden and his left-wing allies pushed boys to take estrogen to appear more feminine. They pushed girls to take testosterone so they grow facial hair. Biden and progressive leaders promote puberty blockers to keep kids from developing to normal men and women. These drugs can leave you sterile, infertile, impotent. Joe Biden and the new left even promote surgery on teens and young adults, removing breasts and genitals. They want boys in our daughters' bathrooms and sports teams. And now, the Biden administration is planning to issue new rules that would force doctors to prescribe dangerous drugs and worse. 
Tell Joe Biden and left-wing leaders across America, hands off our kids. Paid for by America First Legal.